0: Get up, Get out of here!
1: And Covering the crew all season long on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings. Now live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios in downtown Milwaukee at the Avenue. Here is your host, Dominic Catronio. For the
2: second straight day, all we're saying: a win is a win. A win is a win. I see this as an absolute win. That's it. That's all you can be concerned with. At this point, Brewers win. It got stressful, man. 10-8 to 8 the final score. The offense looked great. How about the new guy, Blake Perkins, back in the show. Hits a grand slam. His first big league homer is a big one. Colin Ray did enough. Was he perfect? No, but he did he do enough? Yes. Did I expect Devin Williams to pitch in this game when they were up 10-1? to 1? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's a concern. Absolutely a concern for me. I was surprised. I, I think I can try to explain what Craig Council was thinking before we hear from Craig here uh, a little bit later on in the program. But the thinking, I think, to use Jake Cousins in the ninth inning was, well, it's a, if it's a four-run lead, if anything you know, goes wrong, I've got Devin Williams waiting in the wings. But my counter to that is, Why not worry that nothing's going to go wrong and go with Yoel Pyomps, who was already up earlier in the eighth inning? Right? I I just... If you're going to get a guy up, that means he's available. And might as well get him good to go, lock things down. Who cares that it's not a safe situation? You don't want that to become a safe situation. I would have been fine with going with Yoel Pyomps there in the ninth inning... To never have to see Devin Williams in the ninth inning today. I know we've talked about the fact that, oh, we haven't seen Devin. I, honestly, either go with Pioms or Devin. That's it. Go with an A guy to lock things down. You can't simultaneously talk about, I hope we get more games for Devin, and then throw runners on first and second and nobody out at him right out of the gate. I know he's a closer and he's used to this, but at the same time, he has every single game he has entered... Has not been, it feels like the last two weeks, every game he has entered has been chaos. I mean, burning everywhere, got to lock in as soon as possible. Need him to keep things going for the crew the way he has, as we talked about, I think, on Sunday's game uh, against the Giants. Having a generational closer is not an expectation. (laughs) The fact that you can say, oh, yeah, you know, give it to Devin, he'll lock things down. And he did. That's not normal. Most teams are like, oh, I don't know. Uh, man, I know why we're going to our closer here, but mm. that was some stones from Devin Williams. All three outs via strikeout for him to win this one for the Brewers. We're going to talk some offense. We're going to talk about some of the pitching staff as well. But Man, there are some anomalies in this box score today. I mean, nine stolen bases allowed. That's the most stolen bases allowed ever in a game by uh, the Brewers in team history. One shy of the Reds franchise high. And that's a franchise that's one of the oldest in baseball. So uh, their record of 10 was set in 1913, by the way. They're a team that is exploiting the rules. They're a team that's been running all over teams all year long. But you may think, oh my gosh, they're stealing on, w- on William Contreras. They're not. They're stealing on the times to the plate. They're stealing on the fact that, oh, the pitcher's not using a slide up, using a leg kick, he uses a lot of breaking balls. That all impacts the time it takes for you to throw the the pitch home and for the catcher in order to throw out a runner at second base. The fact that they went 9-for-9, yikes. Also, 10 walks for the Brewers today, that's the pitching staff, that is. Not great. Worried about that. The Brewers' offense was solid enough, but then it disappeared again. You know, how many times have they done that this season where, They start out hot, like, all right, cool, time to coast. And they just completely shut down. That's a concern as well. The add-on runs we have not seen from the Brewers this season, trying to add on and make it hurt. Need to see some more of that. that's just kind of a 10,000-foot view of this game. We're going to dive in a little bit deeper into the numbers here. Craig Cashon is going to join us a little bit later on in the program as well. 855-616-1620. Again, 855-616-1620. That's the old National Bank Talking text line, old National Bank. Get old. The Brewers get the victory. We're with you till 7.30 tonight, right here on your home of the Brewers, 620 WTMJ.
1: This is Brewers Extra Innings
2: on WTMJ. Presented to you by Fifth Third Bank. With a local Milwaukee team, Fifth Third Bank also knows how to hit it out of the park. They've been serving businesses in the area for nearly 15 years, offering industry-specific expertise and local decision-making capabilities to help your business succeed. This is commercial banking value that only Fifth Third can deliver. Fifth Third Bank, National Association, member FDIC. I'm Dominic Catronio. This is Brewers Extra Innings. After a 10-8 victory today, the Brewers have won the first two games of the series against the Reds. they got two more coming tomorrow and Monday couple of texts here that have popped up. 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. Josh, here in Milwaukee, that turned out to be a typical summer day at Great American Ballpark. Ten runs proved to be very necessary. What do you think about Council's handling of the home sixth? I was fine with putting McGill in. You're up 10-3. to three. I mean, it, it, you're a big league pitcher, you know, and he completely didn't have it. And he was one strike away from getting out of it there to Jonathan India, who lined the single into center field. So it got from bad to worse. He still had a chance to only allow one run in that frame, but uh, it, it stunk. It, it just flat-out stunk as far as the performance goes. I don't blame counsel for putting McGill out there. 10-3, to three, you should be able to throw anybody you want out there and trust that they're going to get the job done. What happened there was it gave hope for the Reds saying, all right, cool, let's, let's make them use their A bullpen because now it impacts tomorrow's game. I wonder if they would use Devin Williams in three straight games. I wonder if they would use. uh, They won't use Bryce Wilson in three straight games after he threw two innings today. It's, it's about maybe you don't win the war, but you won a battle. You won a key little battle, making them use their a bullpen. So the Brewers need to continue to put runs on at that bandbox that is Great American Ballpark. That's. Probably the number one thing that I need to ask them. Get out to a lead and keep adding to it. Just give no hope. Give no chance of a comeback, right? Another uh, one here. Another text here from Aaron in Illinois. Nice win by the Milwaukee Sounds. I like it. A play on words for the Nashville Sounds. Good to see the team has some depth in the minors, but they don't want to see Devin out there, but he showed why he's an all-star. Need to work on the running game defense. Any update on Willie? Willie? There is some good news on Willie Adamas. In fact, if you are in Appleton, or if you're here, state that anyway, he's going to make a rehab appearance tomorrow with the Timber Rattlers up there in Appleton. So hope to see you there. I will not be there. i got to be working uh, here and for Valley, of course. But Willie is making a rehab appearance tomorrow with the uh, Wisconsin Timber Rattlers in Appleton. So hope you can make it over there and enjoy it. And, of course, Mondays are minor league off days. So he won't have another off day there, which I would imagine means he rejoins the team on Tuesday with his good pal Luis Urias. Now that would be a lot of fun for the Brewers and getting their uh, some of their key infielders back. Moving ahead for the crew, I wonder what the roster crunch is going to look like. But also, I, I mentioned this in Brewers warm up the kudos, and we'll talk about this more with Craig Kishon. Congratulations to Chris Singleton, or excuse me, not Chris Singleton, John Singleton. John Singleton making it back to the big leagues. That's awesome. Uh, Just great story. Made his big league debut in 14, out of the big leagues in 15. Drug issues were involved there as well. We obviously look at marijuana differently now than we did in 2018. In fact, marijuana is now legal in the minor leagues. So a victim of circumstance, but he learned his lesson, and kudos to Chris and to, or to John, rather. See, I did it twice. I know Singy too well. Kudos to John as well to, to get it back on track and to get back to the show. You know, what a, what a long, winding road for him. So we'll talk about the death. We'll talk about the current roster crunch that's coming. Craig Gashon is joining us in just a moment. Stay with us on Brewers Extra Innings.
1: On deck, more Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ.
2: Brewers win 10-8. It was a wall banger type day at Great American Ballpark. I'm Dominic Catronio. Craig Kishon is joining us now. Craig, uh, we we're talking a little bit about John Singleton making his return to the big leagues. But before we get into that, this ballpark, man, Cincinnati, gosh, no lead is safe. It's just a tiny ballpark. You can hit home runs. You can hit grand slams that maybe wouldn't get out at most other ballparks. But the Brewers will take it, hanging 10 runs on the board and getting another win.
0: For sure. And I, I don't remember a game where the Brewers issued 10 walks in one or a game where they allowed nine steals in one. I mean, those none of that adds up, but you have to look at where you're playing. And certainly Cincinnati is one of these spots where anything can happen and, and, uh, and don't expect the obvious, that's for sure. We've seen some wild ones. We've seen some wild ones. And, and I would put today in that category just because – I don't think you you felt safe until the game was over.
2: I agree. And you're going to send me on a stats rabbit hole now here. Uh, while I do that, just checking to see record of walking 10 batters. Uh, but while I do that, I mean, John Singleton, this is awesome. I'm glad he got a knock today. Uh, I don't know how long he's going to be up in the big leagues right now, given Darren Ruff's injury, but having a legitimate backup first baseman is certainly going to keep him uh, around for a little while longer. But, what a story for him. Clearly the team loves him. We heard a lot about uh, his impact on Nashville. Rick Sweet's story as well about him getting to tell him in the dugout. I, I just think this is finally some some feel-good stuff with the Brewers when you're calling a guy up. Yes, obviously for injury, but, oh, hey, this is a guy like, yeah, let's go. This is a this is something fun to talk about.
0: Well, I remember when Matt Arnold signed him uh, during the offseason before spring training, and I think – Right away, your reaction, you're opening up some eyes and you're like, okay, uh, this sounds like another Rowdy Telez here, Um, you know, a veteran guy, a left-handed bat um, in and out of the game and whatnot. And it's like, well, what are you thinking along the line here? And it was just, you know, another step where these, this organization needs to check their boxes when it comes to depth. And maybe... They gave him a legitimate chance to make the team in spring training, and that didn't happen for him. And he winds up back in the franchise and has been a triple-A. Now, a couple of things here, in my opinion, Dom. I I think um, baseball provides the greatest opportunities for second, third, and fourth chances, I think, for for these guys to continue their professional life, continue their dream, continue to make – mistakes continue to fail, continue to uh, wind up in places they never thought they'd be and and still have a chance to put on the uniform and succeed and I think here, here's a, a perfect line for John singleton in this one um, and I think the other thing you know you you touched on a lot of names that this guy has has affected already this season it's because he was with the team during spring training and he spent a lot of time, in Nashville with a lot of the young kids that have wound up on the big league roster here now. So how many guys get to have that kind of an impact where you talk about a guy that wasn't even on the 40 man roster until today, but yet he's touched on the 40 man roster and beyond for the last, you know, two plus months of the baseball season. So he's, he's a good fit here right now. You're right. I don't know how long it's going to be for him, uh, but you know what, if he hits, He'll stay here for a while.
2: Kind of taking notes from Andre Monasterio, who just keeps hitting and keeps playing some solid yeah. defense at short. He's taken his opportunity and ran with it right now, or with Greg Cashon, right now on Brewers Extra Innings. So the uh, the nugget that I was looking for here, this is the sixth win in Brewers franchise history in which they walk at least 10 batters and still win the game. As for total games, I'm just trying to pull that up here right now. Are Are you worried about the fact that Free passes continue to be an issue for this team. I mean, even Devin wasn't immune to a couple of walks in that one. Or is this just a case of the scouting report?
0: Well, I, I hope it's you know like a, an epidemic that can be cured real quick. Um, but I, I really don't know. I, I mean, look, this this team has been thinned out, and I, I think when you look at the pitching staff as well, I mean, we we know what's happened to the starting pitching. They're they're missing almost everybody. It seems. Um, and that that just has to affect relief pitchers. And and I think at times, you know, you, you see it in, in bunches. At times, you see it at the wrong time. And you know what? We, we saw it today, but it didn't affect the outcome of the game. And the ultimate goal is the win. So, you know, sometimes you got to steal some wins away. and i and I think, you know, with all the stolen bases that happened today, the Brewers ended up stealing the win back, somehow doing their thing, you know, offensively. It was the it was the bats that picked up the pitching here in this one. And that's how you got to play the game sometimes.
2: We're going to dive a little more specifically into the offense coming up after the break. I want to remind you that Brewers' extra innings is brought to you in part by cider Heating plumbing and electrical trust in your family's comfort at home this summer with cider heating plumbing and electrical and don't wait till it's too late for your ac preventative maintenance schedule your appointment today at cider s-e-i-d-e-r.com cider heating plumbing and electrical families helping families since 1912 we roll along with craig and the show after this coming up more brewers extra innings on
1: wtmj WTMJ, W277-CV and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee from the Annex Wealth Management Studios this is News Radio WTMJ a good karma brand station this is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ
2: Welcome back to Brewers Extra Innings recapping a victory 10-8 over the Reds I'm Dom Catronio we're with you till the bottom of the hour tonight we're with Craig Cashon here on the program as well Craig, I mean, wow. You you never know. I mean, that's the beauty of sport. You never know what's going to happen. You don't actually know. And the fact that Blake Perkins is the second brewer this year to have his first big league homer be a Grand Slam. What a great moment for him and a great moment for his family. There's just something in the water here in Milwaukee, I guess, right?
0: Yeah, it's something too for, you know, guys making their debut or first year with the team and whatnot. Bryce Tarang, his first career home run, you know, as you mentioned, happening for the second time this year now with these young guys, uh, turning out to be a grand slam as well. So hey, we'll we'll take it. We we know the water help produces brew, so we can celebrate along with these guys, right? With a little sudsy.
2: I love that. I, I think it's so true. So let me let me just give you a quick rundown here of what I'm trying to get at about all the injuries and what the Brewers... They're getting reinforcements back soon, so we do know that. And we'll talk this into a injuries and roster conversation as well. But the bottom half of this order today, right? You had Yelich, and, and you know what? I should throw Owen Miller in this conversation too, so let me look up this number real quick. But let me remind folks what the Brewers are rolling out with right now, okay? So Yelich, MVP, plenty of experience. We know that. No big deal, right? And then you got Owen Miller who, yes, he's played a lot of the last three years in the big leagues, but not a lot of experience, right? telez plenty of experience. Contreras, enough experience. He's bad in cleanup. And then you got Brian Anderson, plenty of experience. Five through nine, excuse me, six through nine today. John Singleton, 420 plate appearances coming in today in his career in the big leagues. Andrew Monasterio, 14. Joey Weimer, 180. Blake Perkins, 14. You get what I'm saying here? The Brewers, this isn't going to last. Thank goodness they're facing the Reds. But the fact that you have that much inexperience in the bottom half of your order, that is, and even Bryce Terrain could be thrown in that conversation as well, that is not a formula to create long-term success as all these guys are cutting their teeth in the big leagues.
0: No, you're right. And, and the thing about it is some are cutting their teeth and some are going to be allowed to, to do that i mean that was part of the plan going in you know with the with the young guys um and and then you run into the injuries where you have to bring up guys um then you run into more injuries where you're bringing up guys you really didn't plan on on doing so and and sometimes dom these happen in bunches and we're seeing the the probably the the biggest stretch right now of the season you know fitting that category um but th- this is why the season is so long. This is why you can't predict stuff early. You can't predict stuff in the middle. And sometimes, you, you know, you can't predict it at the very end either the way you want to because teams change in a hurry. And, you know, the the one thing that I will say, this team is, is still somehow holding it together just enough to still win enough games to be on top of this division here right now. Um, nobody is, is – you know, jumping on top of this division. Uh, you they're beating up each other right now. Pittsburgh and St. Louis are playing in the series. Cincinnati, Milwaukee are playing in a series this weekend. And, and we're gonna see a lot of this. and we'll, we're just gonna have to see how it, uh, it it pans out before it's all over. But my thing is, if they can continue to just hold their own and and not lose too much ground, but they're they're staying on top here right now, which quite frankly, I'm a little bit surprised. But let's take it. Get these uh, guys healthy again. Let's get this team hitting the way it should be. Like we saw, maybe in April, they're capable of it. That that's the bottom line. They're very capable of it. Um, But these young guys are guys that you didn't uh, predict to be here. Are doing a you know they're holding their own and doing a pretty good job.
2: They're hanging in there. Craig Kishon with us on WTMJ. Let's get to our difference-making moment of the game. It's brought to you by Annex Wealth Management. Annex Wealth Management's different, not driven by commission sales or pushing financial products you may not actually need, but for elite, comprehensive financial planning customized to who you are and what you need, contact Annex Wealth Management. Know the difference at AnnexWealth.com. Craig, we are watching it together. What do you got for this one?
0: Well, I'll I tell you, Dom. I was looking at this game and so much is going on and so much is going on that I, I, I didn't particularly cared for with the opposing stolen bases and all the walks that were issued and whatnot. Um, I didn't feel comfortable in this game until Devin Williams came in. So my turning point was Jake Cousins starting that ninth inning and then failing to get an out, a run's already home, and the next thing you know, Williams has to come in with two on and nobody out, and you're talking about the tying run coming to the plate, and he still needs three outs, and he wasn't perfect today either, issuing a couple of walks, but he did get the strikeout. So my turning point is I did not feel comfortable all game until he – Devin Williams actually entered the game. That's my turning point.
2: That's fair enough. I I can agree with that. Let me give you a a different, let me throw you a curveball here, pun absolutely intended. Uh, My difference-making moment, we talked about it yesterday. Joey Weimer drawing two walks yesterday. He drew two more walks today, including one of those with the bases loaded in the third inning. That kept the stage alive for Blake Perkins to hit that grand slam. I mean, I think a younger Joey Weimer, an April Joey Weimer, is swinging out of his shoes. He took a couple of really tight pitches and manages to draw a bases-loaded walk for an RBI, back-to-back games with multiple walks, and then Blake Perkins gets a meatball right down the middle and he sends it out of the yard. So the fact that Joey Weimer is being smarter with his swing decisions, I think is a huge development moving forward.
0: Absolutely. and he And he scored two runs off those two walks early in the game, also had... Um, a single in the fifth inning so all that leads to a better player if it, if it's plate discipline that you know we're kind of talking about here with your turning point with a young player you have to reach that point of your career and and hopefully that's a that's a first big step for him no question because this guy is going to be a great hitter can hardly wait for the power to come and whatnot but it's it's steps along the way, and
2: perhaps we're seeing that now. Can't wait to talk more Brewers baseball with you tomorrow, my friend. Craig Kishon here on WTMJ. We'll be recapping tomorrow's, hopefully, another series victory for the Brewers. I haven't won a series on the road since Seattle. Craig, is tomorrow the day? Yes. Let's do it. I love it. Craig Kishon here on the program. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Okay. We'll holler at him. All right, more to come here with you to the bottom of the hour. Craig Council Sound coming up next on WTMJ. Coming up, more Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ.
1: This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ.
2: Today was only the 58th game in Brewers franchise history in which they walk at least 10 batters. Only the sixth time of those 58, they win the game. Crazy. Here's what the manager, Craig Council, had to say about that. You know, we had, you know, the game in control and then um, really, I
3: mean, way too many walks. Just way too many walks, and, um, and, you know, frankly, it's just, they weren't, not, yeah, just too many walks. What do you make a little stolen bases too? Is that... Yeah, they did a good pitchers? job, and we had a couple pitchers that, that, that struggled with it today. That's the key, though, right? That's... It. That stuff's on the pitcher, especially the, uh, the Well, the t- the times that were Yeah, I mean, I think the pitcher requires a certain time to give the catcher a chance. Otherwise, you know, then we can decide where we're at. But, the, you know, the times we were posting, um, it's not going to work. Could have been an area that you guys have been pretty good in Hold on ready. a second. Did we win? <laughs> so let's we'll talk about that, but just tell me if you we want. Well, should we, should we let's, bounce back to the? the let's, end? You can bounce back to it at the end, but if we're going to go over this, at the okay, start of the, the start the, of the let's day, talk about the then. Let's, let's. All right. Let's, um. That's fair. <laughs> he was talking earlier. About I know you're satisfied. Right, go, go ahead. He just he just felt comfortable uh, the second time around. Does did it kind of seem like that today? He was just, just. Yeah, just I mean, he there. well, he had a nice game. I mean, he he, uh, you know, he. Got his first shot, and that's always a different experience for everybody. Um, and I think you know, you go, to, you get sent, you get sent down, and um, you got some time to reflect on what you want to do different. Um, and you know, it, it's not like there was a big sample there. He had ten at bats, and so that's that's not necessarily a fair kind of um, place to judge, make a lot of judgments. But I think you always you always go up there and say, what what can I do different um, and be better. Thing of how colin did the ball especially pitching with a big lead really yeah i mean you know we kind of hung in there today i think that's kind of how i'd describe the outing um, um you know he, he got a got a lead and there there were some walks in there for colin as well but um overall did, did a good job and got us through five innings you looked at we talked a lot about your pitching depth organizationally getting into that yeah you feel like you're sort of there now with the hitters too you looked at the bottom of the lineup today It was guys who yeah, today? I mean that, yeah. that's you know that's the case where we've had injuries and the injuries create opportunities, um, and this is why the guys in the front office you know every player matters and you work so hard to gather gather good players, um, and at at one time it seems like you know how's this guy going to get to the big leagues and and then you know things happen quickly and and they play a big role, um, so you know f- for. Blake and Andrew and, and John, you know, they 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 played a big role in a win today. Offensively, everyone in the lineup either got on base or got a hit. I mean, for as much as yeah, we I mean we did a really good job against Ashcroft. He's he's been struggling a little bit, but. You know, we still, you know, the at-bats were good, tons of pitches, laying off pitches. He's got, you know, obviously a big arm and, and good stuff, um, but we were patient. I mean, starting with the first at-bat of the game from Yell, he just fouled off a couple tough pitches, gathers a walk. Um, that just puts the pitcher, you know, on, on, especially a pitcher that maybe hasn't been pitching the way he wants, on his thinking about it right away. Um, so, Um, that's good. And, um, you know, I think, you know, we put up a good offensive day. How important has Bryce Wilson been to the bullpen? Yeah, he's, he's been great. I mean, two innings to, you know, that saves us and helps us
2: for tomorrow. Do something, do something a little better and do something a little more. Hopefully Bryce Wilson has certainly been huge for the brew crew to this point in the season. Let's relive it coming up next with some highlights on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Let's get to some highlights here on Brewers' extra innings. Brewers get the victory by a 10-8 final. Some of the good stuff that happened this game, it was really all early if you're a Brewers fan, looking at the box score. It's not going to tell you the whole story. They got things going early with Rowdy Telez at the plate.
1: 3-2 pitch, lined into center. That's going to drop in there for a base hit. Yelich around third. Here comes the throw home from Fairchild. It's a two-hopper, and Yelich slides in there safely.
2: Yelich would add in on on his own a little bit later on in the game in the next inning, rather, as Yellich, with his own run, batted
1: in. 3-1, line back up the middle and into center field. Weimer streaking around third. He's going to score. Perkins on his way to third. It's an RBI single for Yellich, and it's 3-1 Brewers.
2: Lane Grindel's call here on WTMJ. So they would add... Four runs on the board in the first two innings, leading 4-1, to one, giving plenty of run support to Colin Ray. In the top of the third inning, things escalated quickly. William Contreras led off with a single. Then Brian Anderson drew a four-pitch walk. Then John Singleton, an infield hit on a misplay by Matt McClain, had it low to the bases. Then Monasterio, though, popped out. That's the first out of the innings. Now you're thinking, oh, no, please. Don't hit a double play ball. No, Joey Weimer drew a walk. The Brewers at this point 0 for their last 14 with the bases loaded. Fear not, Blake Perkins. The one
1: hit high in the air, deep in the right field, backing up Fraley. He's on the warning track, back to the fence, leaps up, goodbye, grand slam. Blake Perkins.
2: He's the fifth Brewer of all time to have his first big league home run. Be a grand salami. So it's 9-1 to one Brewers at this point. Why not make it double digits with William Contreras?
1: Contreras high, deep drive, center field. Boy, is that well struck. Fairchild back onto the wall, leaping up. It is gone. William Contreras leaves the yard over the center field fence. And the Brewers tack on. Run number 10, double digits. 10-3, to 3, they lead in the fourth.
2: Today was the third time that both Contreras brothers go yard in their respective games. Wilson went yard when the Cardinals lost 4-3 to to the Pirates earlier today. But things got tense. It was 10-3 after that William homer. Things got tense with the bullpen struggles. Trevor McGill had just simply did not have it. He allowed two runs in the sixth inning. Then a couple more runs come in against Jake Cousins. It was all up to Devin Williams. Didn't expect to pitch in this one. Still getting the job done.
1: One-two pitch. Swing and a miss! He struck him out! Devin Williams! Ice water! 10-8 your final!
2: Ice water indeed. Lane Grindle's call once again. On WTMJ, the Brewers win 10-8. They have guaranteed no worse than a split. They'll go for the series win tomorrow against the Cincinnati Reds. We'll preview it briefly next and wrap up the show after this. Coming up, more Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. All right, final few seconds of the program here tonight. Thanks for sticking with us. We'll be back tomorrow for Brewers Extra Innings as well. It'll be a 1240 first pitch tomorrow. So a little bit, little bit of an earlier start going for the uh central time zone, folks. Ben Lively gets the ball for the Reds, a journeyman starter, three and two, one nine nine ERA. Against Adrian Hauser for the Brewers. He is one and one with a four-oh seven ERA. The Brewers are now four games over 500. They're still in first place, but we don't look at the standings until July, but our coverage will start at 12 o'clock tomorrow, right here on WTMJ. For Sam Butson, I'm Dom Catronio. Until next time, keep on swinging.